ask me who's here. All right, so would you consider yourself a newbie to brain breaks? Are you a rookie? I just started using learning about brain breaks in the last year. Are you a dabbler? I've dipped my toes in brain breaks. In the brain break waters, I have a couple that I use pretty consistently. Do you feel like you're a tweener? Like, I do maybe a couple of brain breaks but not extensively, or I'm a master, and my colleagues come to me like, what do I do to get my kids moving? How do I break up my lesson plans? So tell your partner right now, are you a newbie, rookie, dabbler, trainer, or master? No, I'm newbie. Newbie. Okay, so you're a newbie. Okay, And at the same time, during that week, they would bring in a movement expert at the conference. So you would sit, learn all what's good for the brain, and then also get up and move. And so we could see exactly what we should be having our students do. So that really triggered me, like, oh, I can do this, and I can do that, and I really need to get my students um, moving more. So I think because you're here, I really don't need to try to convince you that we need to move, get our students to move. But just in case you're curious, these are all things that I took specifically from that Brain Institute. Um, we learned that stress kills brain cells, but exercise grows brain cells and engages cognitive function. Fitness increases neurons, connectivity, and memory. Movement is mood boosting. I think you'll probably see a lot of times, ooh, people are smiling and they're laughing, and it boosts everybody's mood. Healthy brains need breaks from technology. How many of you are at like one-to-one -one schools or your kids are on tech so much? And they, they need a break from that. Um, and it's a sneaky way to expand vocab. So all of us are language teachers. Uh, actually, just out of curiosity, um, who's Spanish? Spanish representative? What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Mandarin? <laughs> all right. German? French? Something else? Okay. Um, so a lot of times we might not normally be throwing this vocab at our students, but because of these kind of movements and activities, that's just another way to give them input with vocabulary that you might not have been using otherwise. Also, humor is good for the brain. We're going to be laughing. We're going to be smiling. Um, the brain is hardwired to be social. So at the conference, they said, too, like, maybe you feel like, I don't want to do this because I can't give up two minutes of my class period, or my class period is so precious. But if you get your students moving and engaged, and you might, it might take two minutes, but that means they're on for the next 20, or depending on the child, you might need a 30 second break, and you have five minutes. 
Um, blood flow increases engagement. Relationship is key with teacher and with peers. I really feel like these kind of things um, just add to positive classroom atmosphere, which in the long run means classroom management is better and improved. And one thing that they um, taught us at the institute, in case you, just, you have to do a five-minute class and you can't beat kids up because you have to get that content in, then you at least move. And I was kind of struck, like, uh-huh. I mean, you, you try, but they're like, if you make your students turn, that is good for brain and paying attention and engagement. So if you don't have time to give your students time to move, at least you move so that people are tracking you in a different spot. Okay? All right, you came, so now you're victims. We're going to move. I know we have lots of people in a small amount of space, but... I warned you that we were moving in the explanation. So we will go through each one, and we're going to try to do it ourselves. This one I learned at the Rank Institute. You just take any three actions, motions, gestures you want. You put a clip art up on screen. And so I've, <coughs> you might have to do mini lunges. But the three actions are simply, you're going to lunge, you're going to box, the other thing that we learned at the Brain Institute, it's so important to cross your midlines. Get your kids to cross. So don't just go boxing like this, but cross right to the left, left to the right. And so we're going to cross to the left, cross to the right when they're boxing, and step. So obviously either step left, the arrow goes left, step right if it goes to the right. And then in a table, you just put those three randomly spaced actions and then silently, because we all need a break as teachers. <laughs> so we, we would never say that, but in our minds, like, oh, John. <laughs> this is really for teachers, not for the students. <laughs> we all do it simultaneously, as united as we can. All right, so as best you can in the space you have, we start reading from the upper left. We go all the way across. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go. <laughs> Silently. <laughs>
little weird for lower L um, than high schoolers, but you simply, um, depending on how much time, how much space you have, you just, if you need to put the colors on screen, if they don't know the colors left yet in your target language, and you just simply say, okay, touch something blue. And then you literally touch something blue. Touch something orange, and everybody gets up and literally touches something orange. Um, you can vary your language, like if you have subjunctive mode in your language. I want that the boys touch something black. I want that the girls touch something yellow. So you can vary the level of the language as well. So just very quickly, um, touch something white. Something green. Something red. Something yellow. Touch something pink. So right now, partner up. Decide who's partnering. Who's partnering? But you need to stand up because you came to move. And just do it each one. I see a blue number. No awkwardness. The kids know exactly who to go with. 
Alright, this is one of my favorites because it's so quick. Nine is your fist. Alright, so put your fist behind you. Partner up, and I'm not going to partner you all up, but adults you can do this with you buy and you simply it's just working with the numbers 0 to 10 and then maybe 0 to 20 if you use two fists so you're going to start with behind your back fist behind your back and you count you and your partner will count 1 2 3 and on 3 you whip out your fist but you decide are you whipping out 0 1 2 3 4 or 5 and you want to add up the number quicker than your partner so you say the total number in the target language. By the way, this is all done in the target language. But um, So I'll do you just because more people can maybe see. All right, so we're going to say one, two, three, zero. One. No, because you had zero. Oh, okay. We both did fifths, so that was zero. Okay. So, so I would get a point because I said zero quicker than you did. Okay, so again, one, two, three. Three, Ooh. five, because I have three fingers and you have two fingers. We're ad we're adding up. Okay, so we're gonna add up. So I, yep, I had three fingers and you had two fingers, so that's five total. So you want to say five? Like the whole table across. So if you guys can go like go with like the four people in front of you, 
Get in a group. You want to count randomly with your group, one to ten, without anybody repeating the same number at the same time. Okay, so for example, can you stand up for a minute? Can you stand up? And you three? All right, we'll model this. We want to count to ten as a group, um, but we, as soon as somebody says like two at the same time, we need to start over at zero. All right, so I will start. I see. I'll say any order. Any order, any random order. And you can't, there's always kids who want to be like, just look at the next person. Person. I mean, They can't just go in a circle because that's not fun. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Ooh. <laughs> now we have to start over. One, two. Oh, that's hard. One, two. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Five. Oh. <laughs> One, two, four, five, six, seven. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
let's use stuffed animals. Um, but you can use anything soft. You just need a set of at least, if you've got 30 kids, you need 15. Something. Soft. All right. You can play, I usually pair, play it in pairs, but you can play it in, in a triple if you're, um, if you didn't have the numbers for pairs. Um, you simply put the, whatever you have on the table. It's a great review of body parts because it goes like this. Um, so if you have one, you can kind of play along with the person next to you. So the teacher says, hey, and you put your hand on your head. Shoulders. Um, um, chest. Animal. And I would say, like, peluche. Um, and you want to be the first person to grab whatever the item is. Okay? But you can just, it's just an easy way. You might want to. So, like, peluche works well in Spanish. Because then when you say pecho or pelo or pies, they're like, and I say, oh, you lose it. Like, I just make it competitive. I'm like, oh, if you touch it when you're not supposed to, you lose a punto. Just to make sure that they're not just always just grabbing it to be the first one. So that way they really have to listen carefully. Like, is it peluche? Is it pecho? Is it whatever? So it's just, you, it's just review body parts. It's just a quick, and they want to be the first one to grab it. Okay? That's peluche. Or whatever you call it. Based on socks, I guess. Socks. They're going to grab socks. Something's old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The hand jive. Um, Mandarin teachers, you just need any any word that's four syllables. A four-syllable word. Everybody's going to practice. Would you please repeat? Choco. Oh, so fist, and you're going to pump them twice. Choco, choco. La. La, la. la. Choco, choco. Te, te. Chocola. Chocote. Choco, chocolate. Or if, like, so you can do mari, mari, po, po, mari, mari, 
and then it stops. And the teacher calls out injustice, but everybody has to keep doing the action until somebody can describe to me or give me a definition of injustice or any other random words that you want to associate that you're currently doing. All right, so let's do it. We're doing... Um, and we're going to um, disco dance. <laughs> Compassionately. Woo! Excellent. All right. Go ahead and have a seat. Mixing up movements, vocabulary, getting out of their seats, but with a language goal as well. So that's vocabulary. If you have, like, I just heard, like, oh, you could do, do you have an idea? Don't. Yeah. We were saying, like, for her younger students, you were saying, yeah, but also be so for younger ones, you can make it like do the body parts or something like that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, if you have any extensions or like, oh, I can do it. Please share. All right. House rock tree. Any music again? Um, this will be a little bit more difficult. It's actually a large group, but usually when you have like 15 to 30 students, it's more easy to see. So you're gonna play music. When music and the, your students are walking around the room, when music stops, they have to form a group of three. One person is the house, one person is the rock, and one person is the tree, arms out like branches. And so you need to quickly form groups of three, and you need one rock, one house, one tree. tree. And then whoever is not in a group or the last group needs to sit down. And you keep going until you just have three people left. If you have that much time. If you don't have that much time, you just do it for two rounds or whatever. All right, so we're going to try it. So music, please. All right, walk around. You know, instead of just say, all right, who has, well, wave your hands, like at least have them respond somehow. Wave your hands if you found, whatever your 
looking for in your science lesson or something like that. Um, stand up and do a think pair share instead of just turn to your partner. Have them get up. Um, hop on one foot and whisper shout your answer just to mix up something. Um, do a yoga pose. I don't know yoga, but those of you who do yoga, like you do a yoga pose and there you go. Um, walk backwards to get books rather than like, all right, now it's your time to go get books. We'll add a little twist to it. Or the walk and talk, which I like and we're going to do right now. Walk and talk just literally means you are going to be shoulder to shoulder with a partner that you have paired up. And right now, you are going to do a walk and talk where you simply walk around the room with somebody on your shoulder and you answer whatever question the teacher has given the students. In this case, you have just seen the first 10 options of brain breaks. Do a walk and talk with your partner and say which one or two do you think you want to implement or try in the coming week? Okay? So get up, find somebody that you don't know, and do a walk and talk. One or two that you Um, as you all, all 
Normally, everybody would participate, but it's just way too many people. I'm the king, or you could be the queen. You could get like a Burger King crown or something, too. But the king stands, or queen stands at the front of the room and says, The king asks for, and then in this case, I just, let's see. So, out of these three teams, who can deliver in my hands what I want? Something that bends. The king asks for something that bends. In my hands. In my hands. A point for this team. Excellent. The king asks for a coin older than 2,000. Stand up. If you like Mountain Dew, you're up. 
If you like it, you're up. You do not have many Mountain Dew. Do you like Mountain Dew? So then you can decide as a teacher, ooh, I'm going to extend it a little bit. Um, do you drink Mountain Dew every day? <laughs> now, now he no longer likes Mountain Dew when he's picked on to. Do you like Mountain Dew? Yes? Okay, do you drink Mountain Dew every day? No, you, you can still stand. I'm still going to pick on you. Um, is Mountain Dew your favorite pack? No. What is your favorite pack? Okay, so so you can use it to extend language and just an informal conversation with who's ever standing up as well. All right, up or down? Bananas. I'm standing up because I like bananas. And then maybe just pick one person. Um, Amanda, do you eat bananas on your cereal? No. No. All right. And then, I mean, depending if it's interesting or not, you just keep going. All right, water tea. You like water tea? Up, you like it? Down, you don't. Oh, oh. Ooh. You like to water ski. Have you water Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Have you water skied in Lake Michigan? Uh, no. Have you barefoot water skied? No. no. Um, have you ever had an accident when you were water skiing? Face okay. Right. So you can extend using your target language. Um, ping pong. I'm standing up because I like ping pong. If you like ping pong, stand up. If you don't like it, sit down. Do you have a ping pong table in your house? No. Do you want? Do you want a ping pong table? Like throw in your gestures. Yes. You want? You would like a ping pong. All right. Up or down? Sledding in the snow. Where's your favorite place to go sledding, sir? Okay. All right. And Netflix. This could probably at the high school level, this could be the rest of the hour. Just having a conversation, talking about, oh, you like Netflix. What's your favorite show? Spanish teacher, Senor Woolley. Yeah, um, he's a well-known Spanish teacher that puts out cool videos. This idea is from him. Again, it's no prep. Every teacher's favorite idea. It's no prep. You simply say things, and especially at the lower grades or early level, it's great because you just basically use. You can use just proper nouns. So, um, in my opinion. And you don't even have to say, in my opinion. You could do it as simple as, um, let's go. Um, Culver's is better than, it's just working on better than. Culver's is better than Taco Bell. I'm standing up because I agree. Culver's is better than Taco Bell. Yes. And again, if you want to make it into a language activity, you can, or you simply just sit down. All right? Um, tea is better than coffee. Tea is better than coffee. You can say things like, I think that 
sports are better than like I believe that. In my opinion, you can add depending on the linguistical level of your students' vocabulary accordingly. You can if your students are at the point where they can output, then you let them make statements. What I like about it is it simply like breaks down barriers. Like, oh, I never knew that you like sports more than. And so they simply see what do they have in common? What do they have in common with the teacher? What do they have in common? with each other. So, super simple, but it's a way to add more language input in a really easy way. So, in my opinion. All right. Um, depending on time, I probably won't do... Um, include movement songs as much as possible from your target culture. Anybody? Yeah, what is London? No? Okay, well, well let's just... I just did this the other day in my class for the first time, and my kids actually liked it. Um, but I was not familiar with the cultural. So if you have space, feel free. Oh, and I don't have audio, but you'd be like, so then you just go do whatever they tell you. Yep. And circle who is going to start the action and everybody does that same action. Okay? So can you do or has anybody done this before so that you know can you do it? Yeah? Okay, so we're gonna fill in the circle and Corey's gonna start an action. And then everybody's and then she's gonna switch it up like every 15, 20 seconds. And then the person in the middle, and usually the circle is bigger, this person outside has to come in and guess who is initiating the action. Oh, that's fun. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, you need to have change. Everybody has to be doing an action. 
But don't stare at the person because obviously that's going to make it. Okay, yep. All right, go ahead. Okay. It's going to be a little cozy, but go stand in the, in the middle. Yep. And then you have to, there's somebody in the circle initiating the action. Okay. And you need to guess. Ooh. Her. <laughs> and then again, like you can give them, model to them. Oh, is it you? Are you the person who's her? No, sorry. You get three chances. You only get three okay. chances. You get one, one more chance. And you. <laughs> so you can't really like, you know, teach. Is it you? Oh, it's me. Like in Spanish, like eres tú. Also, I go. Like it's those little things too that you can teach and something like that. Um, but that's a, like my kids like that one. Um, all right, everybody, uh, maybe not. I shouldn't say that. The rock, paper, scissors, you all know? Lots of variations. All right, so everybody probably knows rock, paper, scissors. So we're not, we don't have to practice that. Because of time and because of the number of people, um, same 12, uh, let's see, no. I'm going to have you, the whole back row. The whole back row are victims. You guys, first you are going to partner up, and normally again it's easier to tell me the partners up. But partner up, just best out of one, because we don't have a best out of three time. Um, decide who play rock, paper, scissors once. The train version means you are going to start forming trains. Whoever loses put their hands, puts their hands on the shoulders of the person in front of them and starts chanting their name. So I have been saying this to Amanda. But I actually of course, <laughs> so, so Amanda loses, of course, and then she loses. And then I go and look for somebody else who won. Oh my And you're so you're, she won, and you're chanting her name. Okay. All right. Rock paper scissors. Ting 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 ting. Oh, all right. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. Ting ting ting. Oh yes, yes. So now I have two people chanting my name. And then I go and that's how you're going to have two big lines of students. And then you have the final rock, paper, scissors chance. Because you join chains, yes. So the chains of two people become chains of four people who become chains of until you have two things. Does that make sense? Version number three. If you would get in trouble by calling it evolution, call it transformation. <laughs> Reformation. <laughs> but it's a little bit more involved because there's five things. Everybody starts out as an egg, and you literally, again, depending on the space, or maybe if you had, like, you have seven extra minutes and you don't know what to do, like, take them out into the hallway or outside. If you're little kids can, we can never go outside as high schoolers, but um, just to, to, Find a space that you think this could work. Everybody starts out as an egg, and you play rock, paper, scissors normally. Whoever wins transforms, evolves, into a chicken who does the chicken dance. Meanwhile, the teacher is playing music, and so when the music is going, the, you're walking around the room as your, whoever you are. Like, if you're an egg, you're walking like this. If you're a chicken, and then when the music stops, you have to partner up with somebody at your same level. Okay, so I'm a chicken. And Amanda's a chicken. We could, but if she's not a chicken, I can't compete against her. I need to go find her. So, and then the dinosaur. Uh, 
dinosaur, you can just do whatever actions you want. Um, becomes a dragon, and the top winners are the unit is the unicorn. Okay? And then, so anytime you lose, even if you're a dragon, you're going to go all the way back down to an A. Okay, so whenever you lose, you go all the way back down. Okay, so that's rock, paper, scissors, evolution, transformation. And then, if, you're, if you need to teach, like, family vocab, or you just, again, just need some connection to content, you're going to have some, again, you need space, but you literally would crawl as babies for level one, and then become a brother or sister, and you walk on your knees, a mom or dad is walking around normally, um, the hero, or no, sorry, grandpa and grandma, is like, oh. <laughs> and then a hero, outstretched in the air, and then superhero, super, both hands stretched out. So you're going to have people at all different levels. And at any level that you lose, you go all the way back to the baby. But it's all based on rock, paper, Okay? Questions? All right. Do we only have five minutes left? Yeah. Okay. Six spots. Really quickly. Um, for whatever reason, this happens to be one of my Spanish one classes this year, favorite activities, and it's so simple. You basically just do, you make six spots in the room. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and we don't have time. But you literally have to have the entire class get up, and you can tell them how you want them to go. They get to pick what spots they go to. Like, are they going to go swimming? Are they going to go dancing? Are they going to go walking backwards? Again, just getting extra movement. You roll a number. Number two, all those at spot number two are gone. They go to sit down. Okay? Everybody has to move spots. And then, and then you tell them, all right, you are windmilling it to the other spot. They have to move a spot. And then you roll the die again. Oh, and again, ooh, because a lot of them will try to go to the number that was just rolled, thinking it's going to get rolled again. Because you want to be the last person standing, or last two people, however much time you have. So two got rolled again. Two, adios. Goodbye, group two. Um, so it's just get them moving to the spots in the room um, and tell them how to get to those different spots in the room. All right, who made the sound? I'll just quickly explain it without actually doing it. Um, same kind of concept as the um, who's starting the action, except this works really well. Kids have to know each other. They at least have to know their names. And what happens is... You're all in a circle. You have a volunteer or victima in the middle, covered. I just have a blanket that I give to them. The person in the middle is covered. Meanwhile, music is playing, and everybody is walking around the circle. And I stop the music, and the person in the middle has to point. And everybody in the circle has to be ready to go with an animal sound. Like, ooh. And the person in the middle has to guess, oh, was that David? Was that Kendra? And they have to try to guess who makes the animal sound. High schoolers especially think it's like, oh, we want to do that one. Um, they like it. But who made the sound? Again, just getting everybody up. Um, it can be one round, two rounds, three rounds, as much time as you have. Five a day. If you have not come across five a day, you guys know about five a day? We love five a day at our school. Um, there's a whole bunch of, um, I'll play like 30 seconds. Do we want Spanish because we have lots of Spanish? Yes. Yes. All right. There's a French version, decades, Olympic time, chill, and spooky. Um, Spanish 
five a day. Just do it in your seat. She's super happy. When we have super feliz. And oh, but we don't have the audio. But you just. Oh, yeah. And everybody's up and doing it. Ooh. And I say, like, un poco escandaloso. <laughs>
for me. You put your hands out and you tell your partner, for you, because they're like, for you. But they're not really for you, and you do this in your target language, and as soon as they're going to try to... Yeah, but I'm going to pull it back and I say, for me, para mi, para ti. Oh, 